Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Red State Blues podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Devo, and I am joined by Dan, the politics man. Uh, we're currently recording this on uh, April 10th, 2020. I think that's still the year. It's a, it's a day of the week. Ends in a Y. That's about all we know anymore. The sun is still up. The sun is still up. So uh, it's awake time, not sleep. It is awake time. It is all that fun stuff. So, uh, so yeah, we are. Uh, we've actually got some political news this week. Like uh, now, again, we're recording outside to be uh, socially distanced, as always. You know, as best we can. We have a third member of the pod. I'd like to welcome Jim Nance to the pod. Yes, folks. And there's an ice cream truck. And there's truck. an ice cream truck. I don't truck, believe yes. they yeah. have those. And there's an masters. ice cream truck. So uh, there's an ice cream truck out there. So uh, you got a little bit of everything today. So there you go. Uh, well, hey. It's a variety show. Speaking of the Masters, move to uh, November, right? Is that when they move the Masters to this year? Is there still racism in November? Uh, yes, there okay, is definitely. Well then, so yeah, 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 that'll work. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, the Masters have been moved to November. And uh, the big news is the Azaleas will not be in bloom. Perish the thought. I know. How are they going to do the Masters, right? Like, I mean, of all the things I'm worried about right now. The Masters is number no, one. <laughs> I, I've just got a top trending topic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we are still living that uh, that COVID-19 uh, lifestyle here in the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, but we do have some actual political news this week. Big week in the presidential election as one Bernard Sanders has suspended his campaign, is the, the word that they always use. Uh, he hasn't dropped out. He's going to remain on ballots. Uh, but effectively, we can say, barring um, some something crazy, uh, Joe Biden is your 2020 presidential candidate for the Democratic Party. Okay, I'm going to decode what you just said. Yeah. Um, something crazy means Joe Biden gets COVID and dies. Is that really... Crazy air quotes. Uh, it's not crazy. Uh, can you, if something feasible happens? Well, I, yes, I do. I do the... think that they've established that uh, you can get COVID from smelling people's hair. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there is that possibility. Uh, but yeah, it was... well, looking at the bath rate, not the birth rate, but the bath rate <laughs> of people right now, I I don't think it's really a wise time to be sniffing hair. Yeah, the bath rate uh, is is not good for a lot of people. It's still good for me. I love showers. Like, yeah, I'm, I, sh- I'm, I shower I'm, all the time. Like, when I see a, these people that said I haven't had a shower in three days, I'm like, you stinky, you stinkers, man! Like <laughs> you stinkers. <laughs> like I'm not a, a bathist. Yeah, yeah, I'm more of a showerist. <laughs> I'm not a bath. Boy, that does have some bad connotations. That would make us seem like a rocky sympathizers if we were Bathist. But from the uh, previous war, not the, this uh, war. The pre- well, yeah, a couple yeah, wars. Yeah, ago. a couple wars. Yeah, I don't know. a couple wars. Not ago. not the COVID war. Not the Afghanistan war. Uh, not not even this past Iraqi war. Right? This, it was the, the Storm Shield. Yeah, Storm Shield. Yes, uh, Desert Storm and Desert Shield. Desert Shield and Desert Storm in that order. But yeah, uh, so, so we are. Uh, there's a doggy here. Uh, still feeling good despite. It was a rough day for this dog, so uh, feeling good. Let's bring in Alabama to talk about it. Uh, Alabama's our watchdog. <laughs> That's our political watchdog. <laughs> roo, roo, roo. Here we are. Uh, oh, and the whole neighborhood's going. The whole neighborhood's going. Uh, this is a good. I'm afraid to pick her up. Sorry. This is this is a good time. 
Uh, this is a good time. This is the best. This is the best. Uh, These we've looked at the ratings minute by minute. And yeah. Alabama, Alabama segments are our top-rated segments of the show. Uh, Red State, Red, Red State Blues is the number one, the number one political dog podcast. <laughs> We are shooting up the charts as the Political Dog Podcast. I love that you know there's there's neighbors out there probably wondering what the hell's going on on this patio. Why are you know what what prompted to well prompt, let's let's face it we're middle aged white guys. None of us are going to live to be a hundred. Uh, so you know, uh, well with the COVID we might be old age white guys. Oh, that's true. That is true. Uh, okay, but let's get back to it. All right. So Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the race. Not. He still wants to collect delegates, and I understand the idea there is to collect delegates to try to push the platform to the left. For influence, absolutely. Yeah, for influence, and so I, I don't really have a problem with that. Uh, but it was it was kind of nice to have something – now, one, I would have loved to have seen what this announcement would have been like without COVID-19 because I think it's going to be a lot – like more annoying than it already kind of has been. I mean, if that's all people had to talk about, but most people are just like, even like the staunchest, there's been some stuff and we'll get to it, but even the staunchest were a little bit like, Oh yeah, there's still politics going on. So, well, a lot of stuff has been swept under the rug the last week mm-hmm. due to COVID. I mean, we've got the Navy captain oh, yes. and um, the watchdog firing and, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's – or not the watchdog, the reporter of the watchdog. Well, you know, you said something off uh, off, can- off uh, record a while ago, which was like every day is sort of a Friday now for a lot of people. And it is sort of like every day is a Friday news dump. Yeah. I mean, let's <laughs> stuff it all yeah, in. It's, just, it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, like, more, more people are concerned about the latest uh, rumors of what's going to happen with like, you know, Major League Baseball or the NBA playoffs. Oh, they're going to play it on Xbox. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> must see TV. Yeah, must see TV, right? Uh, but no, uh, okay, so uh, what are your thoughts on Bernie dropping out? It's inevitable. He's done. Um, I would like to, for since this is a listening medium as opposed to a, a visual medium, I would like to know if um, Dr. Fauci and Bernie Sanders have ever been seen and her, or heard in the same place. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I do a really good impersonation of both of them. Okay. But I, I don't think okay, you can well, tell them apart. I think – okay, let's see if you can tell at home. I think you need to be able to go to your doctor. Okay, was that Fauci or was that Bernie? Uh, Boy, that is uh, – I think that's Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With a cold. With a cold, yeah. Uh, so – they sound similar. That's all. They I'm do saying. sound similar. Uh, they're just both older East Coast white dudes with a lot of phlegm. Yeah, with room. a lot. Yeah, I, I, I think this comes with that Atlantic Coast air that you get over there. You know, doc, I think that between the two, Doctor Fauci is definitely far more a pillar of health than uh, than Bernie Sanders. Though, <laughs> I mean, Fauci's out there running like what four or five miles a day still, or something. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's like the healthiest 70 something year old there is or something. So, uh, but yeah, Bernie dropped out and, uh, as to be expected, there was a spate of memes and stories that came out. One of the big ones was, uh, coinciding with uh, Bernie dropping out was, uh, an accuser coming forward against Joseph Biden 
about a sexual assault that allegedly happened in the early 90s uh, while he was in Congress. Uh, and this, uh, I, again, this would be, if this was a non-COVID world, I think this would have got a lot more traction, even though the story is a little dubious to me, if you look at it. But then again, I do have a Biden sign in my yard, so I have, I'm going to, you know, acknowledge. You're a card-carrying member. I'm, I'm a Biden boy, bro. I'm a Biden boy through and through. And I did notice, like, a couple weeks ago, another neighbor got that Biden sign out there. So feel Did they give it back? Oh, no, they're... Though they got they there are their multiple own. In there Oklahoma. are multiple Biden signs out in uh, on this street, on this one street here. Uh, but yeah, so uh, from the Make a Wish Studios Outside Edition. Uh, so the Biden accuser, uh, I, I want to make sure I get her name correct here. Did you read up on any of this? Uh, of course not. Um, smooth transition time. I am familiar with the story because the show's number one listener, mm-hmm. Tim Dog. Posted about it. So shout out to Tim Dog. Uh, Listen twice, Tim Dog. Listen on your family's accounts so we can get multiple listens on that. Anyway, now look, I I, you know, um, one, the lady's name is Amanda Tara Reed, and every time I saw the accusation, I just saw Tara Reed, (laughs) and I was like, wait. Uh, Tara Reid, the actress? When, when you started, I thought it was the most Islak joke. And it was going to be Amanda Hug and Kiss. No, no. But no. then you went Tara Reid. Yeah, and I was like... Uh, Rest in peace. It's like, yeah. But Tara Reid's not dead. She's not? No, Tara Reid's uh, alive and well, man. She's uh, she's 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 in those Sharknado movies. What goes for wellness these days? Uh, I don't alive. know. Her last uh, movie was Ouija House. Uh, and then... Let's see if she's got anything else. Uh, the Boys. She's in one episode of Amazon's The Boys. But this is a different person. Amanda Tara Reed. She worked for Joe Biden uh, when he's in the House, I believe. And allegedly Joe Biden pushed her against the wall and then uh, used his hand on her. He, he Donald Trumped her, basically, as the allegation. I love that verb. It's yeah. so descriptive. Yeah. And um, are so, we going to have to beat that, Donald Donald Trumpter? No, we don't have to Donald Trumpter. No, we don't have to bleep anything on this. Um, no bleeps. If you want the bleep free version, uh, give us money. Give we'll, us money. Yeah, give us money and I'll no edit bleeps. one. Like, uh, but here's the thing. So uh, we're living in an era where we obviously need to take any accusation uh, seriously. Uh, Salon.com did a very good job of breaking down the entire thing. Uh, and basically... The reality of it is that uh, it seems to be a case that was discredited through multiple nonprofit investigative agencies. Um, the woman herself, and not that you know you can use this, but she did write like pro Vladimir Putin fiction, like romance novels about Vladimir Putin. And apparently, when Salon.com reached out to her, all she cared about was public relations. She wanted PR support. So, you know, it's a tricky water. I certainly don't think the memes going around that, oh boy, our choice in November is between a rapist conservative and a rapist conservative that I saw. Those do not <laughs> line up. Like, uh, I, 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 I think that's a little bit of an extreme take in this regard. Like, I, I don't live in the same bubble as you, I guess. Yeah. Um, surrounded by the Bernie meme generation yeah. machine. Um, I imagine they exist, maybe. And I was a Bernie primary supporter in Oklahoma 
So I'm not like an anti-Bernie person by any stretch. Yeah. But. Just a loser. I don't know how the Bernie bro um, nation thinks. And I don't see them. I don't interact with them. I just get the backlash of how horrible they are. Well, it is. So I do live in a couple weird bubbles. Like my friend group on like Facebook, for instance. I'm old. I use Facebook, right? I have Instagram, I have Twitter, I have Snapchat, I have all those things, but I use Facebook. Mostly. Please follow Red, uh, Red Blue Pod. Yeah, Red Blue Pod on Twitter, and also going to check us out on Facebook as well. But uh, a lot of the people I follow are my friend groups on uh, Facebook. I have like a group of people that are highly educated, that are from like PhD programs, educators, things like that. And then I have a bunch of people that are not on the end of that spectrum, but they're liberals. On the other end of that spectrum? The non-educated side. Got you. Uh, you know, maybe didn't go to college, college dropouts. Um, and um, their takes are not always uh, well thought out. Let's say that. Uh, They're emotionally driven? Yeah, perhaps. a little bit. And I think that that's, uh, you know, the same thing that we see in regard to Trump supporters. Like, one of the big fallacies about the 2016 election was that um, – you know, it was only dumb people that supported Donald Trump, which that did not bear out. Uh, Donald Trump actually did quite well amongst college-educated people. But uh, there is this time, this sort of emotional reaction that overrides stuff. And I gave it like a couple days. Like my, my meter was my Biden boy meter. And I'm, I'm trying to coin that. I'm a Biden boy. Spelled B-O-I. Let's get, yeah. But, you know, boy. Oh, I thought you were coming up with a new spelling of Biden. No, no. Biden boy. I'm a Biden boy. Um, but my, um, my, my, I gave them like two or three days. It was like, they're upset. Their guy dropped out. Uh, so yeah, have a couple days, vent your, vent your aggression. Now, if we see this pop up in like October, November, then I'm like, okay, we've, we've got to get over it. We've got a job to do here. Right. I, I'm sorry. It's look. Yes. We all want to eat filet mignon every night for dinner, but we're going to have to settle for some steakums here for a little bit, right? Um, Steakums. Steakums. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that was uh, the big news this week. Uh, What do you think about uh, Wisconsin forcing their people to go out and vote in the primary? I I think it's horse crap. I think if we're in a pandemic, it's wildly irresponsible and... I found it very interesting the last couple of days. The Trump administration is pushing back wildly. Well, the Trump administration, being Donald Trump, is pushing back wildly against mail-in voting because it opens access to voting to people who would not vote for him. Yeah, um, and so he is a mail-in voter, and he said <laughs> that it's it should never be allowed, and it's right with fraud, and. I, I just I find that it is right in line with the um, hypocrisy that is Donald Trump. Well, yeah, it, it works for him, but you know, uh, no one else is allowed to. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so we we have that. We, we so we have it clear. It's pretty much uh, like I said, unless something crazy happens, it is uh, Joseph R. Biden. <sighs> Biden is time. I do appreciate that he's laying low. I, Biden is time. Hey, I I told you from day one. Like when he was getting the hand of those early losses, I said the Biden strategy is to ride all these jabronis out 
and he'll be there at the end. His long game is superior. Yeah, like he, yeah, long term booking man. And I'm Jim Nance back on the call, and Phil Mickelson's long game is superior to all but Joseph R. Biden. <laughs> yes, yeah, that that is that is true. Uh, uh, sorry, we had to do two. Wait. Not, not yet, Garth. Garth, not, not, not yet, Garth. Wait, Garth. Garth, no, Garth, Garth, Garth. Okay, Garth, not yet. He is chomping at the Garth, bit. We Garth. got a late start. The neighbor was mowing the yard. Yeah, Garth. And Garth said, I start an, within an hour of getting here. He's not very patient. He's here for the people. He is a man of the people. He is an Oklahoma State cowboy, much like I, I, Mike Gundy. Gundy. All right, so let's talk about that. Mike Gundy. So I've got a take on Mike Gundy. Let's hear it. All right. My take on Mike Gundy is this. I don't think Mike Gundy is an idiot and doesn't understand how the coronavirus works. Agreed. I think Mike Gundy is a guy. If you guys don't want to talk about Mike Gundy this past week said he wants to like basically get his players back on May 1st and start practicing for football, right? Uh, because football matters in the state of Oklahoma and we need to have some hope or whatever. I don't know what he said. Bring money back is what he said. I don't know what that money part was. Uh, but uh, – my thing is, like, he did a Mike Gundy where he got out there and he's, he's like, being a football guy and saying, yeah, I love my guys. I want to get them back and we'll take care of them and we want to get back to what they love to do. So he can, like, go and recruit people and, like, be like, yeah, I love Google football. my name. I'm, I'm relevant. Yeah, I'm relevant. People talk about me. Like, people, kids like playing for Mike Gundy because he's fun and he does care about them. But like uh, it was, he's a man. He he's did get dra- he did get dragged through the media to our absolutely, like, and he should have. But like, and Lincoln Lincoln Riley comes out and he's like, um, here at a finance institution like University of Oklahoma, we don't do stuff like that. Well, good for Lincoln Riley. Let's see if he has that same policy when he's coaching the Dallas Cowboys in a couple of years or something like. Um, but yeah, that was that was a little uh, fun uh, aside for a little Oklahoma State national news. What a, what a Mike Gundy just lives his best life. Him and Dana, I don't doubt him. Him and Dana Holgerson, I think, are the two coaches that just live their best. And Mike Leach, those that trifecta, <laughs> probably they're just out there doing whatever it is they want to do. Uh, it's a wild coaching tree. Yeah, maybe McElwain, the guy that like. Sexed up the shark or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Like that would I'm, be. I haven't been following um, exotic stories such as that. <laughs> uh, yes, if only Joe Exotic would have been president. It's your time. I mean, that was a story this week through uh, you know the alleged rumor that Donald Trump will consider pardoning Joe Exotic. He said it. Yeah. So, boy, he was trying to brush it away because it was a stupid question, but. He did say yeah. that he would look into it. Yeah, well, good for him, <laughs> I suppose. All right, thanks for tuning into the Sports Animal. Now we're moving on. Now, will he will he send out the feds to find that bitch Carol Baskins? <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Have you watched Tiger King? I've watched it. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Yes. I mean, oh, God bless the great state I, of Oklahoma. I feel like the number one thing takeaway from that is – we should change it from that bitch Carol Baskin to that bitch coronavirus. <laughs> I'm sure that's been done on TikTok so far. <laughs>
That's got to have been a TikTok already. I may or may not have sold it from a meme. Uh, oh, okay. Well, the meme good. game has been... The meme game, yeah. The, the Tiger King meme game, meme game has been meme game. I've told this to like... very Look, I've told this to various political organizations I deal with. Um, How many organizations do you deal with? Uh, the Oklahoma Democratic Party, uh, the Oklahoma Education Association, uh, also some people that are running for office. I tell them, get your meme game right. And like... You guys put out like the like the OEA, I, I, you know, great. They protect teachers, good job, but they have the worst meme game. Their ever. social is pathetic. Meanwhile, POE, which it should just be POS because it's a piece of shit. Uh, they have the worst. They have like the best meme game though. Like they put out like the memes that you expect, like farmers and like you know like they're protecting our rights and things like that. And like meanwhile, the other groups are like, but we don't want to sink to that level. No, you have to. Yep. Like, that's what people know is our memes. Time like, to get down in the mud. Yeah, get, get in the mud. Get a little dirty out there. So, uh, I, so uh, superstar listener Tim, I think, posed a question. Do you think now that Joseph R. Biden is the uh, nominee, do you think Barack Hussein Obamacare is going to give him his endorsement? <laughs> Absolutely. I think um, B-H-O-C. Yes, B-H-O-C was just trying to not give the illusion or the um, opportunity for the, as you, as some of, as I've heard the term used, the um, Bernie bros. Yeah. He didn't want to let the Bernie bros say, well, Obama came and hijacked the election. Yeah. I think he was trying to let the people speak for themselves. Well, and also, you know, Again, Biden's long-term plan didn't really need him to, to just wait people out. I, I think if it had been a little bit closer coming in, maybe a Biden might have reached out and tried to get it. But, like, it was pretty clear after Super Tuesday that this was Biden's nomination. It was pretty unclear before yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, well, yeah, Super South Carolina, man, uh, that that was a game changer. Like, uh, But, uh, yeah, so I, I think Barack will give him his nomination pretty soon. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he's going to be on the stump. He's going to be... You know, actually, I don't think he'll give him his nomination soon. I think he's going to wait until the COVID calms down to well, make a splash. We're kind of in a news vacuum right now, and that's why I appreciate Joseph Biden my time. Um, laying as low as you'd expect a front-running candidate for the president to run, Yeah, because everything's going to be forgotten if they say it now. Do you think that Joseph Biden, uh, I don't know, I keep calling him Joseph, but do you think Biden is just sitting there? Giuseppe. Do you Giuseppe think that he's Biden. like secretly just really hoping that the NFL or, in, or or college football is canceled so he can just get up there and be like, look, guys, I wish we could have all watched football this past week, but we couldn't because your president fired the CDC's uh, you know, response team. And so if you love football, you should have voted for a Democrat. Well, I've not had baseball canceled in my entire life under a Democrat um, in the White House. Was there not? Well, a, except for '94. But yeah, <laughs> sorry to say, they at least. Played and and some wasn't games. the last NFL stoppage under a Democrat? All right, so um, <laughs> welcome to. But those Red were labor. States. But those were labor disputes. Yes, and you know we got those people paid, right? So, uh, yeah. So, so that, they weren't starving in the streets. Yes, they weren't starving in the streets. Uh, unemployment hit ten percent this week. Uh, we're still about 
16 to 17% away from the record in American history. Uh, but 10% is a massive chunk. Shout out to all of you guys who have been helping out your local businesses out there. Uh, go find your favorite bar, restaurant, whatever, and check out their Facebook pages. Uh, hey, positive side of the Rona. Ready? Positive side of the Rona. I think a lot more bars and restaurants are going to actually take social media seriously <laughs> after this to generate customers and like put out their specials and schedules and everything like that. If they can make it to the other side. Absolutely. Yeah, if they can make it to the other side. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough uh, to get there. But And another po- positive side of this whole thing on silver linings is... Playbook, bro. There's a light south wind today at time of recording and just south of the studio, the neighbors are grilling something absolutely delicious and it smells wonderful, which is also a sign that we don't have coronavirus because we can smell. Um, so <laughs> so it's good. free Corona tests yes. at the studio. It's free Corona tests. Can you smell the delicious food being cooked next door? It's a uh, free Corona test. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. I didn't think about that. I check my temperature every day. Uh, I run a little cold, uh, you know, so I'm good. Um, now, have you followed this week in Oklahoma politics with Governor Stitt? Versus the bipartisan, the <laughs> newly found, yeah. founded bipartisan um, legislature. Now, for those of you that don't know that may be listening to this that don't live in Oklahoma for some reason, still don't know why you listen to this. Uh, uh, that's directed at you, Tim, but uh, thank you. Anyway. Well, he did live here. But like, I just imagine. I know that there's probably like some like guy in Svalbard. We'd love to hear from you in Svalbard. Yeah. And if you're from Idaho, if you're from Wisconsin, if you're from Delaware, if you're from Mississippi, okay. we're going to finally gonna, got someone below the Mason Dixon line. We're gonna want to hear from you. Yeah. Yes. Listen here, brother. Uh, but yeah, so uh, a battle over the budget because uh, if you don't know that Oklahoma runs on oil and oil. Is bad right now. Oil bad. Uh, the Oklahoma oil producers, I can't remember what the name of it is, uh, they recommended today that we cut oil production in Oklahoma. They say the, the oil that we're producing is going to waste with these low prices. And uh, what's the byproduct of cutting oil, oil production? Cutting teachers. Well, no, cutting oil production immediately cuts jobs for cuts jobs. oil and gas, right? And then... The trickle down from that is the yeah. trickle down that exists is cutting. Yeah. So services. So realistically, in the state of Oklahoma, uh, we need oil to be at a bare minimum fifty five dollars a gallon, a barrel, uh, fifty five dollars a gallon. <laughs> That'd be a rough, <laughs> rough at the pump. Uh, but fifty five dollars a barrel, uh, ideally sixty five dollars a barrel to to be where we should be. Uh, and if things are going good, $80 a barrel. Um, now, that is not happening currently. No, we flirted with up to $200 yeah. a barrel oil um, several years ago. Yeah. That's but, when a gas was hitting like four twenty five. Yeah, it was yeah. painful on one end, yeah. but you know, our coffers were full. Now yeah, yeah, we didn't get a raise. Well, <laughs> our coffers were full, yet that money didn't find it. Went, its... It went elsewhere. Yeah, it went elsewhere. Like, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, so yeah, there's this underlying crisis (laughs) that no one is really seeing because we're all worried about coronavirus, but like if coronavirus was to end like right now, like at 6.22 PM on, uh, April 10th, I heard it's just going to wash away 
It's just going to wash away. Yeah. It'll be here, and then in April, it will just wash away and not be a problem. But if the COVID was to just go away, our state is still screwed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like we're still – If it never existed, we'd be yeah. screwed. Like uh, so the, the, this week, the budget crisis, like Stitt wanted to cut the budgets, uh, and uh, the legislators wanted to not cut the budgets and tap into the rainy day fund, and the legislators won out, it sounds like. Yes, um, and a rare um, tag team we in the House, <laughs> we had um, Speaker Charles McCall and um, Minority Leader Emily Virgin um, in lockstep against what the governor wanted to do. They passed three pieces of legislation. Um, they canceled the budgetary meeting. Um, well, Stick canceled the budgetary meeting because um, – the evil bipartisan group known as the Oklahoma legislature was um, not adhering to all of his demands and that's going to slow down. So we don't have a, they were going to approve a budget that's on hold until one side gives, but being that we have a strong bipartisan push in lockstep, which you see very, very rarely in the Oklahoma legislature, against the Republican governor, um, um, it's it's a yeah, it's almost like, unheard of. He is like if he hasn't gotten there already, he is pushing into worst governor ever territory. And I, I'm not okay. Yes, I get it. Like some of the early, early governors were part of the KKK and horribly racist people. But like, let's talk modern era governors here. Like he's maybe the worst. <laughs> I bet Mary Fallon's enjoying what she's seeing. <laughs> the Mary Fallon legacy is like skyrocketed up. If too. you can buy Mary Fallon stock, yes. I don't know if Robin Hood is one of our title sponsors. and <laughs> Not yet, but they should. Um, future title sponsors. And if you see the Mary Fallon stock, um, buy it up. Buy it up. It's a strong buy. Strong buy. Now – let me uh, ask you this. Uh, well, first of all, let me give a shout-out. Uh, shout-out to... Uh, Mary Fallon. Senator J.J. Dossett, who just re-enlisted for the Air National Guard this week. Uh, and shout-out to his uh, sister, who is uh, running for state senate. Uh, got her papers all filed and everything. And she's running for state senate here in uh, Oklahoma in uh, your district. I yes, I believe it's District 16. It's yes. a senate district. I'm not, not my district. I've got, uh, I've got uh, Dave Raider. Yeah, sorry about you. But, um, yes, we would love to send Mrs. Um, Joanna Dossett. Joanna Dossett to the Capitol so we can have like 40% of our Democrat senators at the Capitol be of the Dossett family. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, look, uh, nepotism is not nearly as bad as. (laughs) She's going to be. A monumental upgrade oh, yeah. from what we've had. Um, great, great it's, it's currently a Stanislavski district. He's term limited. He's the worst. Um, he is what gives me the red state blues. Yeah, and and people of his ilk. And so we're going to talk more about her and why she needs to be a state senator for the wonderful state of Oklahoma in future episodes. So stay tuned. If we if we clean up our act, maybe we can get her on. If we get some donations, we will make donations. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and yeah, that is true. If you're listening to this, uh, Soundstooth does have a uh, – speaking of donations, Soundstooth, if you go to their Facebook page, we do have a uh, PayPal uh, money pool to help out people here in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the uh, comedy, arts, and uh, uh, food service industry. 
that we'll donate money out to people that get that. Because I know a lot of people want to help. They don't know how to get it to people to help to know the help. You don't know like, hey, I like this musician, but I don't know if he's a full time musician or if he's a part timer and doesn't really need the help right now. Um, so we'll find those people that do need the help. Uh, for instance, we had Mike Gillen on our 24 hour live stream. Love Mike Gillen. Mike Gillen is a he brought a ray of sunshine to the live stream. I asked him point blank. I was like, hey man, do you need money? And he's like, no, I don't. But I know this venue does. Uh, so if you could, you know, donate fifty dollars in my in my honor to them, do it. So I mean, we're all trying to help out as best we can. Right? This would be a, a wonderful avenue if you're able. Myself, I am able. Um, the my co-host is that what we've never referred to each other as? We're co-hosts. Yeah, um, my co-host. You're the uh, Andy Richter to my uh, Oof. to my Conan O'Brien. You're the uh, Paul Schaefer to my David Letterman. Uh, my, okay, there you go. There We're you go. Getting warmer. Uh, but look at this hair and look at your hair. Yeah, that's true. You have more of a Conan. I hair have politician than... hair. It's true. Well, I can't get a haircut. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. um, I digress. If you were to give to the Sound Tooth Net- Network and you hate us, understand that. Not a dime of it will go to myself or oh, my yeah, yeah, cohort yeah. because we are um, financially stable. Yeah, no. This so it will go to yeah. people in need. Yeah, we have uh, we have helped out uh, several people in need uh, with that last batch we made. You know, the money we made on the live stream and all that stuff. So we're going to keep doing that as long as we can. I think uh, currently I put it up the other day. I think I got like uh, 65, 70 bucks in it. Uh, I know there are some people that are going to help out pretty soon with some of that money. Uh, but again, find your local bars, restaurants, anybody that's delivering stuff, and uh, have them uh, give you some. Uh, you know, buy from buy from them. You don't have to do it every night. You know, but like uh, if if you're able, if do you're what able you can to and, do it, right? And, I mean, uh, I've noticed personally, we are using uh, my household. We're using a ton more dishes, and dishes are not fun. <laughs> if you do takeout. Due to cooking, yeah. we're doing a lot yeah. of dishes. If you do takeout, you just throw the crap away. And you may be thinking, well, oh, you you compost a lot of it too. Right? Yeah, you can't compost styrofoam. But, well, but some places that do takeout around Tulsa have uh, compostable uh, uh, containers. Shout out to Lone Wolf. Yeah, Lone Wolf, uh, Zoe's uh, does it too, a few other places. So. Absolutely. And yeah. if you feel guilty about the um, effect that it will have on the earth, keep in mind that the fact that we're not flying 5,000 flights out of every single airport is calming down the environment as well. So we're having a positive impact on the environment. Your takeout box will not affect it. Order takeout. Um, and if you're in listening range, I don't know how far our signal yeah, goes out. The, if you're in the battery list- in your electric car is far worse than a styrofoam container for takeout. I if mean, that's just, that's just hands down. No, if you're no. in listening ra- range, then you can have wine and beer delivered to your house from restaurants yeah which we did last night it was really nice we sat um shout out to the starlight they're they're doing some creative stuff they got those easter baskets they're doing i haven't seen that off to look at uh they're doing like uh sounds like my kind of it's like eight twelve or eighteen dollar easter baskets and there's like themed one there's like the ipa basket there's a oh buy your lady a rosé basket that's beautiful (laughs) the shout out to mad dog mad dog out there still hustling (laughs) somebody has bought mad dog a Portable um, hotspot. I'm sure he's listening right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Mad Dog was trying to sell roses at a quick trivia. Shout out to Mad Dog. Like I bought a rose right. I, I bought. I gave him some money right before the. La- I knew it was the last night the bars were going to be open. 
Well, I've seen Mad Dog in three places. Yeah. There are three places. If you guys don't know out there, Mad Dog is a local uh, former boxer uh, and a, a, a man that goes around town and sells roses to make a living. University of Tulsa super fan. You can find him. up three. So I've seen Mad Dog at three places in my life. At bars. Mm-hmm. At casinos. Yes. And at Tulsa sporting events. Yeah. All three of those are out of commission. So we need yeah. to support the – if you have a Mad Dog in your life, please support them. I, I, I've seen Mad Dog at a fourth location. And that is the old uh, uh, Texaco station that I used to work at that is now Lone Wolf. Yeah. So go <laughs> so, to Lone Wolf yeah. and support a local company. Maybe you'll see Mad Dog yeah, maybe you'll confused see about where he's at. Now – uh, oh, oh, uh, wait, uh, guy, damn it. Hold on. I hate interruptions in the middle of a podcast. <sighs> so unprofessional. Hey, no, not, not yet. Uh, no. Shh. Security. Hey, hey, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Hold on. Someone uh, get Matt Damon out of here. That was but, a Paul Tay reference. Garth? Garth. I told you later. We're not there yet. Man, he is chomping at the bit. He is chomping. He brought his, like, soundboard to go to bring the thunder. Garth, not yet. We're not there, Garth. He acts like we're not even talking to him. He's getting louder. Trying to overtalk us. So rude, we're the hosts. Garth. You're our guest. Garth, not yet. we, We promised people Garth Brooks. Garth, but Garth, why are you playing that piddly? If we're going to have you on, you're going to play your number one hit, right? You're going to play your number one hit, Garth. The dance. No, I'm kidding. We're not going to play the dance. We're going to make Garth play. Yeah, you can't do that. That would send yeah. bad social messaging. No, 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 no. Yeah, no social no distancing messaging. All right, uh, we did have some AOC. AOC in red. Let's do it. Uh, very simple this week. Uh, Trump joked that uh, if Doctor Fauci, Fauci uh, ran against AOC, he would win. Okay, yes. Um, well, let's go to our newest game show. Is it Fauci or is it Bernie? Oh, here we go. I will run the state of New York. If you think I won't, just watch what happens at the election. See, Was see that a I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't put the two together. Bernie is a elderly Jew from New Hampshire. Right, Vermont? Which one is from? New Vermont. Vermont. He's got that, like, definitely, like, he's, like, you know, Jerry Stiller <laughs> playing, you know, George's dad on Seinfeld, right? Uh, whereas Fauci, to me, just sounds like he's the elder soprano. <laughs> like, he's getting ready to tell Tony to go, you know, like. Okay, uh, let, let me explain. My reference is not to what they sound like, mm-hmm. necessarily. It's to what my impersonation of them oh, sounds like. Oh, okay. Because yeah, Fauci to me sounds more like Paul Heyman. <laughs> like, Paul, like, Paul Heyman should be doing the uh, the coronavirus updates. He yes, can make us fear it. Thank you for joining our WrestleLore podcast. Yeah, well, you know, cross-promotion, bro. Cross-promotion. Uh, now, all right, so, yeah, he said that, uh, he jokingly said that Fauci would beat, uh, would beat AOC. Okay. AOC in red. Yes. He did say that. Uh, no. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Not in that district. No, not in that Are you district. kidding me? Not in that district. He would not do it. As the kids would say, that's big dumb. That is big dumb. 
Now, here's the thing. Uh, the, the, the bad part – today we're, we're trying a different recording situation out here today. Um, and the bad part of it is I think instead of a time, it gives me bars. So we're at uh, 1,196 bars. I'm geeking off those bars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Geek up on them bars. Geek up on them bars. Oh, yes. That is great. Um, <laughs> that is a good one. That is a, that is a very, very good one. Uh, you, you broke me on that. Uh, okay. What do I got here? Okay. Uh, now – now, guys, uh, what do we got left? What do we got left? We've we've talked well, about obviously Garth, but yeah. Well, we're waiting. We told for, him to take five laps around the right. house. To Here's call the thing, himself. man. Like Garth, uh, Garth, uh, I got a question for you, Garth. Um, uh, so, Garth, you seem like a cool guy, right? Seems like cool. I am a cool guy. No, I'm sorry. I've, uh, I've got one impersonation. Yeah, I know. Uh, Garth uh, is running laps around the house to try to well, call. Himself. Well, Garth is saving his voice for singing, so I'm just gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna like write it down for me. Garth, why did you like fund a Christian school in Owasso? <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I get it. All right, you just got money you didn't want to do. Okay, that's fine, Garth. All right, Garth. So Garth Brooks is coming up here in a little bit. He's here with us. He's going to do his number one hit. Uh, his number one hit is that Dr. Pepper commercial song. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that was "We Shall Be Free." I think I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, I. You know, Garth, uh, why did you go with Ghost instead of uh, putting your music where everyone else can get it on Spotify? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's writing it down. So, uh, all right. So, as we wrap up here and we, we get done with this episode, uh, we've got a Democratic front runner, or Democratic nominee, basically, Joe Biden, going to go against Donald Trump. Uh, we got to get party unity going. Everybody needs to get on board. Uh, we're going to, you know, Hey, look, if you're out there and you're on the progressive side and you're pushing that leftist agenda, keep pushing it. Like you need to keep pushing it. Just know that like your voice will be heard. Like your voice, you know, it will be heard. In the words of flow, support progressive. Yeah, there you go. Uh, more of a Geico guy myself. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, Hey, turns out the, the insurance on a, Old Dodge Dakota is not a whole lot on guy. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us on Car Talk. Yeah, Car Talk. I'm we're the clicking clack, the Tapper brothers, and we're dead. Maybe <laughs> one of them's definitely uh, one dead. of them dead. Definitely, they should have got the dead Tapper brother, and then the one guy from the KMOD Morning Zoo that's still alive, and put them together. So we can still have Roy D. Mercer. So somehow. Phil or Brent? Yeah, one of the two. Uh, R.I.P. to Sports Radio. A, a uh, thing that has died because of coronavirus, getting rid of all the uh, local sports radio guys, basically. So uh, the world uh, is definitely a different place. That's a Dalmatian. There's a Dalmatian walking down the road. There's uh, a, a fire department within a mile of here, so uh, that's true. That's figure true. it's essential training. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if Dan the Politics Man has anything to take us out with, what do you got, Dan? Anything? What, what do you recommend people? They're going to th- put this out tomorrow, probably Saturday. Uh, got anything that the people can get through the weekend, uh, listen, you know, listening to, watching? Yeah, I've been praying that people will not go to church um, and that they'll stay home for their services and be responsible. Oh, that's right. This is Easter weekend, yeah, isn't it's it? it's Easter weekend. This is Good Friday. <sighs> Are we allowed to say what day we're recording? Yeah, no, we already. I've yeah. said it multiple times. It's Great Friday. It's Great um, Friday. 
It's great. It's the greatest Friday. It is the greatest Friday, except for every Friday that you've lived in your life Other where you could Friday. go to a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Or a church or a bar. Um, I, I do like the phenomenon of people getting sad watching uh, uh, movies and TV shows where people are gathered in crowds. <laughs> it's like, oh, I remember that. It's like, yeah, it was dope. We'll get back there. Yeah. Oh, before we get out, we, this is very important. Uh, not really. But Dr. Fauci said that, that he believes. No, Garth, they wanted me, not you. Yes. Uh, he believes that the handshake is dead. That the coronavirus will kill the handshake. I think we should bring back slap bracelets. You remember that, slap bracelets? I remember right? slap bracelets, but like, the handshake's not dead. I'm gonna still shake people's hands. I'm gonna hug people. Like, do the elbow. No, no. I'm gonna shake their hands. And I'm gonna say, hey, how you doing? Here's a firm handshake. Like that's that's not going anywhere. So he's wrong on that. Right on a lot of other. It's stuff. my knee jerk. I mean, my hand jerk reaction is to shake somebody's hand. It's true. Uh, the only acceptable option to the handshake would be if we did the President Screw uh, thing from Spaceballs, where you know we just basically did the up yours sign but wave to people. So if you've seen Spaceballs, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen Spaceballs. Go watch baseball. Try to find some time in your hectic lives. Yeah. So, anyways, what do you got? People should watch or do. Uh, you're you're a man that loves uh, good music. Uh, give them an album or something. You should go check out. Okay. Um, I would suggest if you're feeling tension in your life, if you're stressed out, that you go and listen to some Bill Evans. Okay. Some piano jazz by Bill Evans. Yeah. And if you get tired of Bill Evans, you could go to Gil Evans. Listen to some piano jazz by Gil Evans, but yeah, that'll that'll. It's like musical Xanax. It will calm you down if you listen to some Bill Evans. Uh, pro tip: you can go listen to that Bill Evans. If you listen to it on your iPad, you can download a couple of apps where you can put rain noise behind the piano jazz. That's like super Xanax for your earbuds, right there. Like get that little like little drip going behind the the music. It's like a, sounds delightful. Yeah, it is quite nice. Uh, my recommendation is probably as always, you should definitely listen to all the lovely podcasts here on the Soundstooth Network, especially Getting Greasy. We're trying to be number one on the network, but also Digital Intercourse. If you're a more uh, you know kinky person listen to digital intercourse with tom king lauren turner and ashlyn nicole on there you can also listen to the wrestler podcast with ethan sandoval and me uh you can also listen to uh opinions like a-holes they have they're not putting out any stuff right now because one of the hosts is a high risk for coronavirus uh but they got a great catalog that you can go listen to happy horror uh the happy horror hour i believe is another show we have a new show coming out this next week laughter and lyrics with sandra slade uh, Sherry Johnson and Duke. Uh, it's going to be a great show uh, on the network. Uh, good do, time. Do, uh, a do. lot different than a lot of other podcasts on the uh, Soundstooth Network. A lot of words that most Soundstooth uh, Network hosts can't say <laughs> on that podcast. So you should probably go check it out. How, I'm, I'm sorry. Forgive my ignorance. How many podcasts are there on the Soundstooth Network? Uh, currently, I've in, not been getting the corporate emails. Currently in production, I would say there's... 10, maybe? 
10 different podcasts currently? I guess you just ran the catalog. Yeah. Should have counted. Uh, archives. There are some other ones out there in archives. We've got more on the horizon. Uh, Landry Miller, the evil overlord of Soundstooth Network, has been uh, taking over the uh, Soundstooth live stream several nights a week. I'm doing some trivia on the Soundstooth live stream. I'm doing the uh, Getting Greasy Soundstooth live streams. All sorts of live streams out there. Check those guys out. And now, without any further ado, guys. Hey. Smells like fajitas next door. Chill out. Chill out, Garth. It's your turn. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Sounds just like on the record, Garth. You're so good. Sorry to interrupt. The last one to know. The last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw a surprise. Garth, you're right. These sounds just like the album quality. A little less than album quality. Maybe like a little lower bit rate, maybe. Be sure to catch us next week when we get in the interview with Garth. Potentially if he stops singing ever. Garth, shut up. Shut up, Garth. No, next week we got a posthumous performance by Joe Diffie. See you guys later. Have a great time. This has been Red State Blues. Follow us on the Red Blue Pod on Twitter. Peace out. Take it easy, guys.